Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. And hello to all of you out there. Welcome to another hour dedicated to the notion of waking up. An hour for inquiry, reflection, questions, and more, all in our effort to understand exactly what enlightenment means and what it is to be enlightened. An hour devoted to exploring the edge of consciousness and all that is implied thereof. An hour that recognizes the nature of the subjective experience as being at least as important as the so-called objective reality we reside within. Indeed, an hour dedicated to learning something more about ourselves, an hour designed to help us go further inward and perhaps challenge some of those old ideas about the world we live in and the people we have become. This is an hour where we strive to evaluate knowledge as inseparable from the total experience of reality. I'm Eldon Taylor, and this is Provocative Enlightenment. Now, every week I read a few of your letters as our way of paying respect to the importance you play in helping us to shape and improve our show. Last week, the show was based on the question, What is God? Jennifer from our chat room had this to say about the show. Today's show was great. This is one of my most favorite radio shows on Hay House. Thanks. Well, thank you, Jennifer, and we hope you keep on listening. Now, Sue, one of our regulars, wrote, and you'll love this one, Rav. I loved the show, and I particularly liked lovely Ravinder's thoughts about the film, Oh My God. What do you think of that, Rav? That's cool. It makes me feel really warm and fuzzy. Do you even remember what your thoughts were? About oh my god, yes, it was a it's an amazing movie. I still tell everyone they should go see it. Yeah, but it was to the point of separation. It is, but that's what the movie was about. Okay, all right. Certainly, I do remember. You do remember. I'll put you on the spot. Okay, JL wrote. Enjoy listening to you and appreciate your commitment to human beings, improving your life, and learning more. Thanks so much. With respect and gratitude. Well, thank you for the feedback, and it's truly my honor to be able to assist in whatever way we can. A Beth wrote. I listen to your program on Hay House and enjoy it very much. Looking forward to trying a couple of the MP3 files as your callers have highly recommended them. Thank you. All right. I want to remind all of you that the MP3 programs Beth is speaking about are there to help you. No strings attached. They are available on my website, eldentaylor.com, at no charge whatsoever. Uh, There are many titles to choose from. You can download one. You can download them all. This is the patented and scientifically proven effective InterTalk technology. These are not samples. This is the real deal. Uh, we sell these CDs at twenty-seven ninety-five every day of the week. We think of it as a part of our pay-it-forward program, so please go get yours today. Kelly wrote, I have been a loyal customer for years and will continue to be. I just love what you are doing for the consciousness of mankind. Well, the only thing I can say to that, Kelly, is thank you. Sincerely, thank you. William wrote, I really enjoyed the video presentation. It made me review my life and look at all the mysterious and miraculous events that I have experienced. I wonder why I've discounted them as being ordinary when they are extraordinary. Could all the subliminal and manipulative information from the culture and mass media be dulling us to our own innate power, intelligence, and connection to the divine? Perhaps if we were to clear our mental pollution, we might have the clarity to not only steer our own lives in a better direction, but also come together as a people and solve some of the more global issues as well. Well, very well said, William, and thank you for your feedback. I couldn't agree with you more. Breaking through that hive consciousness is exactly why I have written my last three books. 
Maria wrote, Dear Eldon, your presentation is really great and fascinating. I watched it two times to get all the information. I was deeply moved by your stories. Well, thank you, Maria. With a dissenting opinion, Ananda wrote, I'm really not impressed with this movie. Halfway through, and I have not learned anything new. I don't understand what you expected to occur from people watching this movie. No life, no inspiration, just meaningless knowledge. People who will be attracted to this movie are probably more evolved spiritually than most. So what is it that you are trying to teach here? Well, Ananda, I guess I was reaching out to those of us that uh, have not yet mastered walking on water. I don't know what else to say. Mary wrote, I viewed Eldon's video in its entirety last week. I've always appreciated his down-to-earth, no-bull approach to explaining these concepts. No airy-fairy stuff going on here, just very practical. But it, in its own way, magical way of being and thinking. Thank you. Well, thank you, Mary. Uh, how does that saying go, Rav? One person's, one person's trash is another's treasure or something like that? Yes, Trey. All right. And Carolee wrote, I viewed your video and was very touched by all your stories, especially the ones about your horse and dog. I believe animals come into our lives to teach us some lessons we need to learn. Animals are more intelligent than humans and are very spiritual beings. They love humans no matter how bad they are treated. It makes me very sad to think how humans can be so cruel to animals without giving a thought to how they feel and the pain they suffer from the hands of humans. I do not believe we are superior to them. They are so much wiser than us, and their love is unconditional. Eldon, I thank God for you and for the lessons you are teaching to wake people up. We need more people like you to change this world for the better. Well, thank you very much for those words of encouragement, Carolee. And I want to thank all of you for writing. But that's all the time that we have today for our letters. I do invite you to opine by leaving comments on my website or by emailing Eldon, E-L-D-O-N, at eldentaylor.com, and or by joining me on Facebook. I do read all of your letters, even though we don't have time to share them all on the show. That said, they do impact our programming. The selection of our guests, the content, uh, it impacts more than just the programming. So, uh, once again, thank you very much, and please keep them coming. Now to today's program. When I was an undergrad... I was taught that IQ was fixed. Indeed, I was also taught such other fictions as the cells of the brain could not be replaced. They began to die off in your 30s, and as such, you just lost more and more and so forth. Today, we hear all about the amazing plasticity of the brain, something unheard of just 40 years ago. The march of discovery and technology has greatly enhanced both our understanding and the wellness potential of the human condition. That said, escape is a major recreation, and drugs today are a major part of both the escape and overall expenditures in our country. Both legal and illegal drugs are often used not just for serious pain or disease, but rather to ameliorate our feelings of alienation. Stress, anxiety, depression, a new kind of, if you will, take me away escape has become prevalent in our society. Depression is a mechanism of escape. We know all about primitive fight-flight mechanisms, but in modern man, fight and flight has become anxiety and depression. Anxiety, or that heightened state of arousal that some believe they ameliorate via first-person shooter games or other violent forms of media entertainment, and I say think 
because by using these escapes, a person actually increases their state of arousal, thus suspending indefinitely the anxiety state, wearing it almost as if it were normal. And depression? Well, the ultimate flight in its extreme is depression. Complete, total withdrawal from the world, isolation, and so forth. Much of what we think of as normal people, uh, they live in a heightened state of arousal today, often vacillating between anxiety and depression. As I've discussed at length before on this show, marketers, whether those selling a product or a politician, want us in a heightened state of arousal. Otherwise, we're bored, bored with their products and their ideas. Plus, we don't buy a life jacket unless we think we might drown. And according to the research, this state of arousal, this suspended state of arousal, when the stimulus is unidentified, as it, it often is in our society today, leads to a psychopathology in up to one-third of the people so affected. According to the researchers Dr. Bob Murray and Dr. Alicia Fortenberry, writing in their book Creating Optimism, the rate of depression is doubling every 20 years. And according to a Harvard Medical Center study, the rate of childhood depression is increasing by 23% a year. Preschoolers are the fastest growing market for antidepressants. Depressive disorders affect 18.8 million American adults, or about 9.5% of the U.S. population age 18 and older in a given year. Further, according to the World Health Organization, depression is forecast to be the second largest killer after heart disease by 2020, and studies show depression is a contributory factor to fatal coronary disease. 80% of people who see physicians are depressed, and studies are increasingly linking illness to depression, including osteoporosis, diabetes, heart disease, some forms of cancers, eye disease, uh, back pain, and more. Depression results in more absenteeism, for that matter, than almost any other physical disorder and cost employers an estimated $51 billion a year in lost productivity alone. 30% of women are depressed. Men's depression rate was assumed to be half that of women, but the new estimates are much higher. 41% of depressed women are too embarrassed to seek help. 54% of people believe depression is a personal weakness. 80% of depressed people are not currently having any treatment. The FDA warns of possible dangers of antidepressants and serious side effects. Uh, indeed, they they warn that they could lead to child suicide. Linked to, they've linked them to brain tumors and abnormal bleeding and more. There is absolutely, and this is important, no evidence that antidepressants work for young people. Indeed, a 2004 clinical review in the British Medical Journal found no scientific evidence whatsoever. Uh, that SSRIs, that's selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, work for preschoolers or indeed for anyone under 18. Most antidepressants are banned for children, for that matter, in Great Britain, and many studies show antidepressants, particularly the SSRIs, work only as well or less than placebos. Now, with all that said, over $320 billion is spent worldwide on illegal drugs each year, and prescription drug costs are outpacing inflation rates by a remarkable rate, resulting in ever-increasing percentage of home budget going to legal drugs. Spending in the United States is a case in point for prescription drugs. 
is now estimated at $216.7 billion, more than five times what it was just uh, five years ago. Rav, maybe that's why our Freedom from Depression program is so popular, because, as you know, it passed a tight double-blind study demonstrating its effectiveness. Do you think? Probably. It's a, it's a good program. You know, they used to talk about nervous breakdowns. There's no such thing as a nervous breakdown uh, diagnostic manual anymore. We'll get, we'll get to all that in a minute. But, okay, so what if there was one device, Ravindir, and all of you out there that could increase your intelligence? Actual IQ could assist with memory, could, could treat stress, pain, depression, and so forth statistically more effectively than drugs. Wouldn't we all want to know about it? Well, today's guest is here to share just this information. But before we get fully into the subject, uh, I have to admit that he is a close friend of mine and, uh, and a true pioneer in, in this field. Our guest today is Dr. Charles McCusker. I've personally known Charles for some 25 years, and for a large part of that time, he has literally pioneered a new field that today is simply known as cortical electrostimulation, or CES for short. Dr. McCusker graduated from the University of Utah and is a licensed psychologist. Dr. McCusker joined Lee Liston and myself in conducting the first ever double-blind subliminal research study within a prison system back in the early 80s. The results of this study were so robust that the prison system installed voluntary libraries throughout. Uh, I reported on it in my book, Subliminal Communication. Charlie and I have worked together many times since, and it is my distinct pleasure to welcome him to our show. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment, Dr. Charles McCusker. Well, hi, Eldon. How are you this afternoon or this morning in Seattle? Well, I'm excellent. Is it, you can't. Well, I guess it is afternoon in Salt Lake City, isn't it? By about 15 minutes. I, you know, I'm still asked a lot about the prison study. Uh, how about you? Well, you know, it comes up because of my uh, association with you, and um, as in your um, in your new in your in your newer book, you um, you know you put the study in there again. And the only thing that I can really say is that it, the study they held up. Uh, people that get, you know were skeptical and and doubters back in the eighties. I, I don't know where they are now, but you're still out there, and you're you're bringing bringing the material out to people on a very large basis, and that makes me feel good. Well, you know. As you know, you were a stat psychologist for the state of Utah for a while. It is the data that, in the end, settles the questions. But let's let's go to CES. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm just going to explore this with you because otherwise I end up just praising you, telling your life story. So let's just start with, you know, what got you interested in cortical electrostimulation, Doc? Well, I had finished uh, my residencies back in the, the late 90s and started private practice uh, in the Salt Lake area. And uh, I decided at that point I was going to have what they call like an east side private practice. Mm -hmm. And that lasted for about a month. And I was approached by uh, um, Dr. Delbert Goetz, a psychiatrist uh, who was well-known in in Utah at that time. And uh, they brought me this... uh, they, they brought me this information on the, on the CES, and I was introduced to uh, 
Dr. Ray Smith, who had been doing research with CES since the 60s. And um, it, it just mushroomed very quickly. We, uh, Dr. Goetz invited me to work with him in his practice um, to evaluate people that were going on a CES uh, kind of treatment. And that included a pre and post evaluation. And down the road a little bit after we got started, uh, we decided to, um, you know, uh, apply a, a, a study, you know, put a study through the University of Utah Medical School, mm-hmm. Department of Psychiatry, a clinical study, an outpatient clinical study, which we ran for about four years. That's how I, I got introduced to it. You so to begin with, we we had a device, and there was some idea that this device could be um, beneficial, effective in the treatment of different uh, uh, diagnostic situations, and and you became the stat guy. You were you were really the guy that that uh, designed the pre and the post and uh, put the data together that demonstrated CES to be effective. I got that right. That's correct. Okay. Now, there can be some confusion about what cortical electrostimulation is. So, you know, for our listening audience, if they were, as you and I talked, uh, Dr. McCusker, if you Google uh, cortical electrostimulation, you get some pretty interesting ideas out there. Uh, So just for uh, clarity here, are we talking about probes and surgery? Uh, What are we we talking about when we're talking about the cortical electrostimulation that you have done your work with? We're we're talking about a a machine or a device that's about the size of a, I would used to say a Walkman, but now I guess I'd say an iPod uh, that's handheld and uh, self-contained and uses uh, two, basically, ear clips that attach and... um, when the, when the unit is turned on, it generates a, a microcurrent of electricity that goes and creates a subtle energy field through the brain. Um, it's an alternating current uh, with a modified square wave pulse. And the micro, microcurrent is, microamperage is, is the level of stimulation uh, that's actually going through. And it's actually very, very safe. And it's very pleasant for most people to experience this. Okay, now, cortical electrostimulation, as I I indicated in the setup pieces, is used across a a gamut of areas. Um, And and I want to get into the clinical aspect of it uh, in the next half hour. But before we get into the clinical aspect, Bob Beck once told me that he used his brain tuner, which is a form of CES, as you know, uh, he pulsed small amounts of electric current into the brain. He used it for thought control and psychic experiments. What, what do you think of that? Well, I, I, I don't doubt it. Um, I, I think that any cognitive skill that um, someone could have, um, because the CES actually improves the homeostasis of the body, the brain particularly, um, would improve functioning in almost any area of, uh, you know, if you'd want to call it, uh, if you want to talk about psychic uh, ability or if you want to talk about um, mind control, you know, or mind, mind stimulation is 
more what I would like to see it, say it as. Um, the CES will help. The CES okay, so- isn't, although it's recognized by the FDA in treating anxiety, depression, and insomnia, a lot of people that would be what I would call non-clinical, um, you know, normal, well-functioning people can benefit from improved function by using the CES. Okay, now, cortical stimulation of a variety of forms has actually been utilized to produce a religious experience. Now, that's generally direct uh, touch. When we come back after the break, I'm going to ask you, um, in in your experience, and and you've got now hundreds of patients that you have worked with, um, have any of them had uh, an enlightening experience? what, what should we say? An enlightening experience. I mean, this is provocative enlightenment. I use cortical electrostimulation every day. I was using it when I spoke with you earlier today and nearly fried myself when I, I put the phone to my ear on top of it. So when we come back, I want you to be prepared uh, uh, to take that issue on. It, how, how can CES be a balancing device that maybe assists us, not just with our cognitive abilities or, or with our mood states, but... Uh, with, with understanding the world that we live in and perhaps getting a grip on uh, some of the uh, more spiritual aspect. Can you can you take that one on? I'll do my best, Ellen. <laughs> All right. All right. You're listening now. Well, just before we go, Dr. McCusker, where, what is your website? Give that to everybody so that they can check it out while we're at break. All right. Um, the website... Uh, to check out the the, C, the CES machine, I'd like people to take a look at can be found at uh, www. Um, it's therasources. dot com. That's T A. Okay. T H E R. Yeah, we'll have to get that one when we get back at the top here. We're running out of time. You're listening to Provocative Enlightenment. Check the links out on uh, our chat room. That'll lead you right to Dr. McCusker's site. Uh, We're discussing CES in your brain. We'll return after a short break and a few words from our friends. Be sure to stay tuned, and thank you for listening. Every day, every moment, we face choices. Yet, how many of those choices are truly our own? Are you ready to step onto the path of discovery? Read Eldon Taylor's New York Times bestseller, Choices and Illusions, now revised, updated, and expanded. Eldon combines provocative information, scientific research, and his own life's journey into a powerful message that we have the power to change. All we must do is be willing to choose to take the chance and change. Get your copy today from all bookstores. Have you talked to yourself lately? What does that inner voice say? Are you constantly hearing negative feedback? Ready for a change? Inner Talk, Eldon Taylor's patented subliminal technology, can do just that. Change your inner self-talk. Turn off the negative by replacing it with positive affirmations. Inner Talk has been researched at universities such as Stanford and by governments around the world and has been proven effective at priming your self-talk. Armed with a new positive outlook, you'll find everything becomes easier. From losing weight to stop smoking, giving presentations to riding horses, learn new things to being a powerful salesperson. Choose your title for change today. Visit www.innertalk.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-T-A-L-K.com. 
innertalk.com. Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Eldon Taylor. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're talking about cortical electrostimulation. But before we get back to today's show, please like, in the words of Facebook, our Provocative Enlightenment Facebook pages. And while you're there, I invite you to join me personally on Facebook as a friend. Finally, be sure to check out uh, the free programs and sign up for our free newsletter when you visit eldentaylor.com. All right, back to the show. Before the break, Dr. McCusker was trying to give you a uh, web, Earl. I'm going to give it to you right now. It's www.thera, T-H-E-R-A, resources, R-E-S-O-U-R-C-E-S, dot com. Theraresources.com is one word. It'll take you there. And Dr. McCusker, I don't know if it will answer this question, but this question is ari- has arisen out of the chat room in several uh, from several people. How much is a CES unit? I mean, do you sell these things? What do you have to do? I mean, what's involved in it? Well, the the units typically cost about three hundred dollars, but uh, this uh, this unit uh, at Thera Resources is uh, the first unit that I know of that's cost-effectively covered by third-party insurance, which is a really great thing as uh, the economy has been what it's been lately. Um, that means that people on Medicare and people that have health insurance can can get one for little or no cost. And, so uh, but they're going to they're gonna need a prescription or something. I mean, how does that work? What do they do? They go see their doctor or what? Can they contact you? What's the deal? How does that work? Um, we're setting that up. They can go to their... They can go to their doctor and get a letter of medical necessity, or they can contact uh, contact Affordable Health. Um, I can give you a, a phone number and an email address for that. Uh, sales at affordable-health.net. Um, the phone number is uh, 435-631-0505, and we can facilitate them. All right, so now let's get back then to what exactly cortical electrostimulation is, all right? You, you have, well, wait a minute. Before the break, I was going to ask you, I did set you up for enlightenment. Tell me about enlightenment. Okay, well, uh, I would say that using a CES unit is one way of improving one's ability to focus, okay, because the the, the hardware of the brain it starts to work better. It's like right after you tune up your car. It runs better. It rides better. Um, the brain just works better. Uh, typically, when people use CES, I suggest they use it for four to six weeks to get an optimum effect. Um, and I was quite surprised when we started working with people. Um, we were studying anxiety and depression, but I also took uh, measures of IQ. And um, something that made me fall on the floor after I'd worked with about 50 people was to see that a lot of people that used the CES in a four- to six-week time frame had increased IQ scores. And on the average, um, the subtest of the IQ 
were increased by a standard deviation. And that are, are you are you correlating IQ with uh, enlightenment? Well, um, it doesn't hurt. Okay. All right. Well, keep going. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to make sure I understand. Um, what you know, what IQ the way the way we use it in in psychology is in measuring uh, people's functioning is that you know more difficult tasks require an ability to handle increased complexity. And um, I often tell people when they start using the CES that things that used to be harder for them to do become easier, and things that used to give them trouble stop because they're able to process better. And that's right. um, that's more true now than it ever has been. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't disagree with that. Uh, I, I think you know there are two kinds of enlightenment. There might be the kind that. You know, you're just touched somehow with a religious experience, a miracle. And, you know, I don't think we need uh, to have particularly an IQ of any level greater than that necessary to appreciate the experience. But then there is also that the kind of enlightenment that comes as we sort out the, the misbeliefs that we have in our head, those the, the, the kind of wrong thinking that so many people can get trapped into and or the brainwashing as I uh, as I talk about it and and therein I think is what you're attempting to correlate is that if I have I got that right I think you do uh, you know if you look in the past notions of how everything worked have changed a lot in the last 30 years and for me for me to give a unit and have somebody that's had a close head injury use it uh, they've been told you get a head injury and basically you're done. You know, you're slowed down. You're not, it's not going to get better. But to see people come back from that and the brain resume functioning or, you know, it's not exactly maybe the same as it was before, but in some ways it can be just as good or better. Right. Or chronic pain um, that's irretractable. Um, I remember one fellow that had had a car accident and he hit his head so hard in the door jam of his car that he bent the door jam with his head. And by the time I had seen him, he had been going through irretractable pain for about four or five months. And so I got him uh, to start using the CES. And uh, he really had to use it a lot. Uh, typically, we have people wear it for one or two 45-minute sessions during a day. But he, you know, he needed to be using it four or five hours a day. And after several months, the pain started, it subsided. And uh, I don't think he would have gotten that without the CES. Did he regain uh, or was there a cognitive impairment as a result of the blow in the first place? Not as much as the pain, uh, the problem pain. with pain. Okay. Uh, one of the characteristics of the head injured person, but his wife didn't, and she could see uh, substantial changes in him. Sometimes people that have had head injuries like this will have improvement in functioning, but their self awareness can be kind of limited. Okay, one of the questions, and we we have many questions in the chat room, and we have callers we're going to have to get to, too, Dr. McCusker, but one of the questions out of the chat room. Uh, triggered by something you said, uh, says, uh, what diagnoses are covered for medical necessity uh, when purchasing the unit? Well, okay, if somebody wants to just 
get a CES unit uh, themselves, um, anxiety, depression, insomnia are typical. Well, people that suffer from, you know, more complex situations, including like post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, it's really important to note that most of these, these kinds of syndromes, anxiety and depression, play a substantial part in it. Okay, so on the other hand, the machine that the insurance companies are going to uh, cover is, uh, is coverage in the area of uh, pain, what we would call pain. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe a 50% to two-thirds of people that suffer from clinical depression also have chronic pain problems. I have a paper by Ray Smith that I, ha- I don't think you've seen yet. Um, that I can get out to people if they're interested in it. Uh, it shows the correlates between um, chronic pain and depression and anxiety. And the CES itself can help that. Under- well, now, Go ahead. I'm-, I'm sorry, but the CES unit that you're speaking about, it also has uh, TENS, or transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, does it not? It does. So are you using those two in tandem? You can, for sure. The difference uh, being that a TENS unit should not be used on the head. It's for, it's for pain right. in the body. Uh, because of the nature of the, the electrical current going through, you don't want to use that on your neck or your head. But, All right, let's, let's, let's take a phone call. And uh, uh, let's go to line one. We have Marcia in Washington, D.C. Hi. Marcia, Hi. you're on the line. How are you today? Good, thank you. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Indeed, our pleasure. What What is your question? Well, it's, I guess now in relation to your guest, um, I was wondering, I um, bought your Ozo Success tape back in uh-huh. May, and uh-huh. I've been using it. I started using it once a day, and I guess I didn't see any results. And then I bought the um, speaker pillow, so I used it every night. And mm-hmm. I was wondering, what kind of uh, results should I see, you know, from this success tape? Because I don't feel I'm getting it. Well, what you want to do there is you want to take out the affirmations, and you want to read the affirmations, and you want to read them slowly and thoughtfully, and you want to see if if you agree with all of them. Um, you know, the question, your question isn't really about cortical electrostimulation, but I'm going to answer it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can remember being in Mexico when uh, I, I gave a presentation there, and it was a very large audience, and uh, at the end of the presentation, there was a Q&A, and a woman had uh, a question, stood up in the audience and said, you know, I got your creative writing program, and uh, and I want to know why it hasn't worked. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, nothing is different for me. Right. And so I said to her, well, all right, uh, let's, let's get those affirmations. Let's look at those affirmations. And, uh, you know, uh, as we started to talk, here's, here's what we had. We had a woman who was a writer. She did a daily article for a local newspaper. She had written two books. And she, she got a program called Creative Writing that is really designed for an individual that's just entry-level writing. So every affirmation that was on the program, she was already doing before she ever got the program. If you think about how InterTalk works, uh, 
it's designed to change the way you talk to yourself. It's designed to modify your belief system so that your inner belief is consistent with your outer desire. You say to yourself, uh, I want to save money. And your inner belief says, yes, we're, we're going to save money. I'm going to assist you in saving money. Or you say to yourself, I am good. And instead of your inner belief saying, good at what? Do you remember when? It says you are good. You do deserve. So if you take the affirmations and you read the affirmations and you discover that they're consistent with what you already believe, well, then that isn't the right program. If you discover that there are affirmations that you are resistant to, and you will, you read them slowly and thoughtfully. I can't tell you how many people uh, have had a question like this. They read it um, slowly and thoughtfully. And they come to, I forgive myself, I forgive all the I don't know that I forgive all others. What is this about? Why do I have to forgive them? This is supposed to be a program about public speaking or some such thing of that nature. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You will find the affirmations you stick on. When you, when you find affirmations that you're sticking on, you want to bring those consciously into the forefront. Okay? What is this about? Why am I sticking on this? Is this an issue? Is this my issue? I thought my issue was success. My issue really isn't success. My issue is this issue. I need to solve this issue before the rest of it all works out. I can't tell you how many people there are that I have spoken to that get a program uh, like Prosperity and uh and, and then a couple of months later or three months later, say, well, you know, I, I don't have any more money. And, and, well, okay, well, let's let's go through these affirmations. And you discover that the reason they haven't got any more money is what they're doing is spending it as fast as it comes in or faster. They deserve to have all these things. So you say, you know, if you get money management, You'll begin to use wealth like you use your energy, because that's all money is, is stored energy. And as as you begin to, to do that, well, you'll conserve some. You'll, you'll save it off, just like you save off energy because you've got a big event. You know, you, 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 you're going mountain climbing uh, on the weekend. And, and so instead of getting up in the morning and doing your workout and your aerobics all in advance, you save that energy for the, for the mountain climb. Well, you do the same thing with the energy that's stored that we call money. So as you store that energy off, here on the side, then you begin to see that prosperity happens as a result of storing the energy in wise ways. So the money begins to work as hard for you as you work for the money. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? Yes, it does. All right. Get your affirmations out. Read your affirmations thoughtfully and slowly. If you still have a question, uh, remember to call my office, 1-800-964-3551. Grab one of my people. They'll go through it very carefully with you. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Ravinder? You know, I probably do because we do get, you know, this kind of question periodically. And what I always find is, you know, the person isn't being specific enough about what it is they're trying to achieve. So they pull a success program off, say, uh, but success means different people. So are you talking about success in relationships, success at learning? You know, perhaps they're just not being specific enough. 
And so they're not getting the results that they want because our ultra-success power, because I think that's a program that we're talking about here, right. that's the is one. a general program, ultra-success power, health, wealth, and the fountain of youth. I play that program when I'm not working on anything specifically. But if I have a specific issue, you know, I will go and hone in on that one, you know, because that's, that's what it is. You, you want to feel a difference. So you have to assess what it is that what is the change that you want. Very specific change. You have to go very specifically. So I always guide people through. So like with the prosperity, you know, we have had some amazing um, testimonials on the prosperity program, but it doesn't work that way for everyone. So then I will ask questions of, my, of myself. You know, I'll say, well, is it because I'm spending too much? Is it because I'm not doing the things that is required to bring prosperity in. Should I be changing my job? Well, what's involved in changing my job? Do I need an education? Do I need to be more assertive? Do I need to get other people in the family to contribute to the coffer as well? You know, I had that question just this last week with a customer. So it is to do with being specific. I always say, you know, remember, the only thing Inner Talk does is prime how you talk to yourself. It's up to you to choose what it is that you want to put in there and be very specific about the goals that it is that you're trying to achieve. Right, because thinking is destiny. Uh, Thank you. How's that? Does that help you? you? Yes, it Thank, does. Thanks for calling. And do remember, call us uh, if you have any more questions. Let's let's get back to you, Doc. Have you ever used InterTalk in your research, Charles? I had a fellow that had post-traumatic stress disorder um, from the Vietnam era, and mm-hmm. he was he's back in the Midwest, and... This is fairly recently. He was uh, he had a burning image in his head of um, plane crashing, and he was an, a mechanic that had just worked on the plane. And fourteen of his friends got on the plane. He watched it crash as it took off and killed all of his friends. Oh. He had a burning image in his head for the last thirty years. When he closed his eyes, when he was awake, he had the typical PTSD symptoms of. Uh, you know, not sleeping. He was disabled from it, um, really couldn't work, and developed back and uh, well, lower back problems as well. And um, got him the information that he needed. Got, worked with him with this and with CES together. And he had an incredible experience of, uh, I don't know, is this a spiritual experience? Four days after he started using the pro- your program and the CES, the burning image went away. It just left him. That's great. That's wonderful. You've actually, your website shows several uh, uh, clinical situations where you have combined uh, inner talk with cortical electrostimulation. And and you and I have worked in, in this area before. Uh, I, w- one of the things that amazed me, I recently had a, an inquiry uh, and I asked you for some upcoming or, or, or for some research, I should say. And you went to the archives and came to me with a, a number of different studies. One of them surprised me. It was for pedophiles. CES had been used effectively uh, for pedophile behavior. Uh, do you know? I mean, and tell us about that. Well, I, I wasn't involved in the study, of course, but it, it basically reduced the stress level of the people. So they're less likely to trigger on the cues that you know that they would trigger on. 
um, the associations as pedophile. So combining that with a treatment, um, it's more complicated than you think. Uh, but it, it did help them. There, there are, you know, different kinds of pedophiles, like there's different kinds of everything else. And some, some of these people are, um, there's a range of people that are, you'd call, um, all mentally challenged that get into this and get, and they're institutionalized often because, uh, there's nothing else people can do with them. Um, but the other kind are probably more likely to respond, you know, to, uh, changing the cues, but also, um, you know, reducing the stress level so they don't trigger as much. Can you give us kind of a laundry list of areas where CES has been used? Just, you know, uh, anxiety, post-traumatic stress syndrome, uh, stress, uh, pedophiles. uh, Continue the list. Okay, I would say most common things that are presented to me are depression, anxiety for sure, and often accompanying that is a a sleep disorder. Okay, chronic Mm -hmm. pain is a big area. Um, impaired cognitive functioning from um, some kind of uh, head injury. Um, post, there's been research with, uh, you know, people that have had heart attacks, mm-hmm. post-stroke. Um, it does help people. It makes them feel better. It helps them to function better. Okay, now Vicki from Florida in our chat room just put up, uh, a comment I've got to take to you right this minute. She says, wait a minute, sounds like the horror films on TV where they use the shock therapy and fried people's brains. <laughs> Clarify that one quick, Charlie. Well, she might be thinking about electroconvulsive therapy. Right. Okay, that's a little different than CES. Um, uh, like many, many, many volts different. Yeah, a lot different. In fact, I had one, one person... Uh, a few years back, who had been getting treated for um, some trauma with ECT, but the person had a weakened physical condition and had what we call an anaphylactic shock, you know, when Uh anaphylactic shock as a result of the ECT. And so her family pulled her out of the hospital, and then they frantically called me. And uh, I was able to help her with CES, um... She was uh, she was physically weakened, and it was too. They were giving her too much. Um, and I'm not saying that happens all the time, but in this case, it was. And uh, so she started using the CES, and uh, you know her her functioning came back um, pretty well. You know, uh, great results. All right. Well, you know, you and I could talk for uh, well, we have for all day long, but we're just simply out of time. Uh, people want to know more about you, uh, Dr. McCusker. Uh, how do they email you? How do they phone you? How do they contact you? If they want, if they want to email me, um, bioelectric2150 at hotmail.com. Bioelectric2150 at hotmail.com. That'll get direct contact with you. Direct contact. Uh, if they want to know more about the uh, CES, go to theraresources.com. 
All right, we've come to the end of another hour of Provocative Enlightenment, and I want to thank you all for joining us, and I hope you enjoyed our show, and will join us again next week, same time and same place. Uh, and if you like our show, do let us all know. Uh, Dr. McCusker, appreciate you very much being here today. Uh, wish we had more time to cover more of this, but okay, until next time, wherever you are in the world, remember, believing in yourself always matters.